Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. So Jason Van Dyke, the former Chicago police officer who is about to stand trial for murdering Laquan McDonald, speaks for the first time since that fatal shooting. Yeah, he sat down with a, a few reporters from the Chicago Tribune. And, you know, what you learn is that he prays every day for the McDonald's family. He says that he offers up a rosary every day. And that also, when I asked, he said that he's worried the verdict could lead to riots, saying, quote, I'm very scared for it. It's obviously weighs heavy upon my mind. He also uh, says, I'm quoting Jason Van Dyke, I might be looking at the possibility of spending the rest of my life in prison for doing my job as I was trained as a Chicago police officer, being away from my family every day. He gets emotional, the Tribune reports. Um, The Tribune also suggests uh, that uh, Van Dyke signaled what will likely be another key part of his defense, repeating several times that he had never before fired his gun while working mostly nights in Chicago's most dangerous neighborhoods during more than a dozen years on the force. Uh, Jason Van Dyke telling the Tribune, any loss of life was extremely difficult. It's something you try to mentally prepare yourself for just in case. You don't ever want to shoot your gun. It doesn't matter if it's to put down a stray animal or something like that. Nobody wants to shoot their gun. I never would have fired my gun if I didn't think my life was in jeopardy or another citizen's life was. It was something, it is something you have to live with forever. And he called the, the that, that night, uh, the darkest day of his life. Yeah, he said that he, he remembers coming home, quote, I remember coming home and just sitting down in the shower until the water went cold, and even then I couldn't get out. Everyone wants to be part of the bandwagon of hatred, said Van Dyke. Anyone who knows me knows me personally, knows that I'm not a racist. That's a great false narrative. It's just slander. He talks about the political pressure. He still says he still considers himself a... A uh, great police officer during his 12 years on the job. Mm-hmm. Now, again, you have to look at this in context and be fair. Uh, Reverend Marvin Hunter, representing the McDonald family, McDonald's mother, Tina Hunter, said, um, I don't know the man. Is he really praying or is he just saying what he thinks you want to hear? They're trying to write a narrative. They're trying to influence the jury. I'm not mad or surprised because it's just legal maneuvers. If I were writing the script for him, I would have said exactly what he's saying. Right. So you don't, you know. I don't pretend to know what's in Jason Van Dyke's head or heart. You can only go with what he said, but certainly the timing of it shortly before his murder trial is scheduled to begin. Yeah, jury selection begins next week already. Right. So you do have to have a little bit of skepticism when it comes to this. Understand uh, there is a legal strategy being employed. There's nothing wrong with that, but let's just not be Pollyannish about it, that's all. For a reaction to uh, what Van Dyke had to say in advance of this trial, we've talked about this with him before, but now it's here. We're pleased to be joined again by Kevin Graham, who's the president of the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police. Kevin, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. What do you think about what uh, Van Dyke had to say and about his decision to uh, grant the Tribune this interview uh, with this timing? Well, you know, there's a couple things. First of all, um, they had done a jury uh, study and that 85% of Cook County uh, residents had already made up their mind as to his guilt or innocence. Yeah. So um, that's one of the reasons why I believe that this is coming out at this time. I think he has to get out uh, some sort of statement so that um, people don't walk into that uh, jury room um, with a preconceived notion. Um, I heard you talking with Amy a little while ago about whether or not he's actually praying for the family. 
I can tell you on a personal note, um, because Jason does work at FOP, mm-hmm. I have found him, uh, uh, I have seen him in this building brain. So okay. uh, if anybody believes that's not true, uh, it, it certainly is. He, he certainly uh, is religious. I have, um, I, I, I can say uh, that he personally uh, is done his best to be a good Catholic, and I think that this does affect him very seriously. So people who are skeptical about that are flat out wrong. He's told the um, Tribune, yeah, he said the Tribune, because uh, they asked about the shooting, they wouldn't get into details, his attorney stopped it, but he said that under Illinois law, police officers can use any force necessary to defend themselves or another from bodily harm. Um, you know, is that... From great bodily harm, with, yes. For, yeah, from great bodily harm. So do you think that if they follow the letter of the law that it will be on his side? I think if, uh, if they look at all the facts, they look at the totality of the circumstances and the law, I do think he'll be found not guilty. Um, what has been missed in this uh, is the fact that uh, we were um, understaffed both in patrol and in supervision. Uh, when a taser was called for, there wasn't one available. Um, at what point does the city have to accept some of the responsibility for that occurred? Um, I think Jason uh, did do what he was trained to do. I think the explanation for the 16 shots is going to come out during the trial. I think he does have a good defense, and I believe that he will be found innocent, and I believe that, that people have to wait until the trial occurs and he gets his, his a day in court. Now, and this is, you know, four years old now, this case, and uh, the Tribune does in its uh, story about the Van Dyke interview recount some of the details from that night. There's been a lot of rumors about uh, what may not have been reported yet, what may or may not come out on trial, uh, and that may you know, be additionally incendiary in an already uh, sort of a tense environment in Chicago with respect to race relations and the populace versus the police and the political demagoguery and all of those factors. One of the rumors I would like you to address is this idea that there is chatter on the radio that the public has not been made aware of yet, uh, something that uh, Van Dyke may have said of a racial nature. Is there any truth to that? Do you know anything about uh, that chatter, that's something that may come out at trial? I know nothing about that. Um, I, I, I would find that very skeptical. Okay. Um, but certainly I've heard nothing. I know people would like to make this a racial incident, but it's not. It has to do with an individual who had a knife in his hand refused to comply with the lawful orders of the police, and that's what happened. And prior to that, though, didn't he slash the police car's tires and and use the knife on a windshield? Yes. Yes, yes. That that is all true. Uh, And, uh, you know, I think one of the things they may be talking about in terms of radio calls is what the initial call was, because I think that brings into light um, what occurs. Now, I have not heard it. Uh, I, and, and I'm not going to comment on, on what I, I, I believe uh, it occurs, but I, my understanding is that it's very uh, uh, it supports the officer and, and the frame of mind in which he came to the call. Uh, so that might be um, what what people are talking about, um, because it certainly was a dangerous situation. Um, I, I I do believe this is a very dangerous job. Police officers have to make. Um, split-second decisions, um, 
and you know, nationwide, uh, police officers shoot about 400 people a year across the country. Um, out of that 400, 61 percent of that, 61 percent of those people that are shot by the police are male white. Right. Yes. Uh, inconvenient st- statistics for uh, the political environment in Chicago. No question. Um, a question about uh, the other three officers, including Van Dyke's partner. They're also awaiting trial. People may have forgotten this uh, for obstruction of justice and other charges. And uh, is the if, if Van Dyke is uh, found, if he's acquitted, uh, the uh, the impact on the other three, do you see the charges against the other three officers as sort of fruit of the poisonous tree of a wrongful prosecution of Van Dyke? I, I do. I think they're. I think they're going to be found not guilty, whether they whether it goes to trial or not. But if if he is found, if Jason is found not guilty, I, I would guess that the charges are going to be dropped against them as well, because I think that the that there has been they will prove that the officers um, did not lie, uh, and we're not trying to obstruct justice. Um, well, it, what it allegedly did they situation. do? And uh, I, I, I understand that, but that's why um, we, we try and do our best to get the right facts out as quickly as possible. Obviously, if additional evidence comes up later, then we take that into account. But uh, I, I think people do their very best at giving accurate uh, statements and accurate reports when these things occur. Uh, I, just switching gears, a more global conversation about uh, violence in Chicago streets after all of the response to the uh, violent weekend, the Lollapalooza weekend. And the violence, of course, hasn't subsided much since then, but uh, you can only hold so many press conferences if you're the mayor, I suppose. Uh, I wonder, um, with the uh, the changes that were announced by Superintendent Johnson and the mayor after that weekend, more officers being deployed to the uh, four districts where much of the violence is occurring. Uh, those changes announced, have they translated to the streets? So what has been the actual substantive outcome of all of the press coverage of Lollapalooza weekend and the changes that the administration announced? Uh, you know what, we, we haven't been studying those. Uh, we know that the, the shootings are, are, are less than that weekend, but whenever you have... Uh, whether it's 75 or you have 30 shootings in a weekend, that's too many. Um, we certainly want to be in, engaged with the city in trying to to, um, to solve those problems. Uh, but as of right now, we're we're uh, we're certainly trying our best to um, to work on as many cases as possible. Right now, Jason is our focus uh, this week, um, and um, but I think that uh, I think that. It's a little too late. I mean, the, the city should have come to us a long time ago to try and work out these problems. Now, do you think if he's acquitted that there will be riots on the streets of Chicago? No. Uh, I think part of, part of the job of myself and other people, particularly politicians in this city, is they should look at the rule of law, and they should be backing up the police. Part of the problem that we have in the violence here is that people are not backing the police. And that's where they need to, to start changing their tune. They need to support the police, realizing that the police are doing a very difficult job and that they should be supporting them, not trying to have more oversight on them, because that's going to lead to more crime. Because 
police officers are not going to want to go out there if every time they turn around they've got somebody watching their, watching over their shoulder and criticizing everything they do. Uh, right, like not using the right gender identity pronoun, which is a real problem in the city. Yes. Uh, but, he, okay. yeah. but here's the thing, though, too. You know, on this topic of riots, depending on the verdict, you know, one of the things is just always remarkable to me is we all in Chicago, the, the quote unquote leadership, civilian political leadership sort of concedes it. You know, when Eddie Johnson said most of the violence is contained in four districts, what does that mean? We're, what, is it, what is he, George Kennan? We're following a policy of containment with violence in the city of Chicago. And it's the same thing here. Oh, there's going to be riots. There's going to be riots. Where are the civilian political authorities saying, no, there's not going to be riots because uh, the rule of law is going to be enforced regardless of the outcome, regardless of whether the verdict is a verdict you agree with or not. We're not doing L.A. redux. That's not going to happen. And just understand people, Chicago families, that it won't be tolerated. Uh, it, it's almost like they kind of well, you know, let's hope for the best because if it, this goes the wrong way, there's going to be riots. It, like we're uh, hapless and there's nothing we can do about it. You know, you're exactly right. Um, the rule of law does need to be applied. We need to have law and order. I think the next uh, whoever is going to be the next mayor of the city is going to have to realize that law and order is the only way that people are going to tolerate living in the city and their political leaders. Um, there should not be riots. I'm expecting Jason to be acquitted. Um, other political leaders in this city should be standing up and saying there should never be a riot. This is a court of law, and he will have his day in court. And that that they expect that people of the city of Chicago will adhere to uh, a peaceful um, acceptance of whatever the verdict is. All right. Um, certainly, nobody is saying that there's going to be a riot if he's found guilty. So I think that uh, people who want to have a riot because he's, if he's found not guilty are people that simply just don't want to obey the law and don't want to adhere to the rule of law. Yeah, that's right. Actually, that, that you're right. The message should be either way. You're not, we're not going to have any celebratory violence, and we're not going to have any you know, violence because you're disgruntled, you're upset with the verdict. Um, we've seen it happen both ways in other cities. He's Kevin Graham. He's the president of the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer.